Welcome to the Endpoints Podcast, presented by the ALS Therapy Development Institute. I'm Jonathan Gang. Before Tavares Spears was diagnosed with ALS, he already had a big social media following. His tens of thousands of Instagram followers would give him an enormous amount of likes on every picture he posted. Images of him out partying with his friends, hanging at the beach, or out to dinner with his then-partner, now-husband, Eric. Today, more than a year after his diagnosis, Tavares's feed looks a little different. Mixed in with the pictures of the self-described happy-go-lucky guy having a good time, there's a lot of content promoting ALS awareness, including telling his followers about ALS TDI's Precision Medicine Program. Today, Tavares joins us to talk about his story and how he puts his status as an influencer to work for a great cause, supporting ALS TDI's research to find treatments for everyone living with ALS. He basically was just kind of just going about my life. Um, you know, I, I work in the technology field. Um, I'm a business analyst uh, for Wells Fargo, um, or was, and, um, you know, I had moved originally i'm originally from florida Mm -hmm. so um after i graduated i stayed in florida for a few years and then i moved out to california i've been working out here um i met my partner um and i relocated to the bay area um about five five years ago um and so everything um is going well you know i have a great career you know i found my future partner um, and pretty much everything was falling into place for me. Um, and around the end of 2014, beginning of 2015, I started noticing, um, like a twinge in my left arm. Um, and it was so minimal uh, compared to what I'm going through now. But, um, uh, back then I, I was just like, what is this, you know, thing? It would just hurt every once in a while when I would move it this way, or I would get like a little spasm, but never thought anything of it. Didn't even think to get it checked out or anything because I just thought it was, it was, it wasn't anything. Um, and then as the symptoms start to progress, um, you know, it would, it would get stiff. It would, um, the first thing I noticed was when I was trying to uh, wash my face one day and every time I would bring my hands up, they would just open up like that. And I was, it was so strange to me that, that, that it would just do that on its own. And I just thought it was a weird thing. And I mentioned it to my doctor, but he didn't really, um, he was like, oh, well, maybe you're just, you know, stiff or something. So we, I just kept um, basically going through the motions and everything, but it, the, the problems began to persist so much that it, um, I did actually uh, go to see a neurologist and they started doing all these tests and um, never in the million years that I think it would be ALS. Um, they thought it was Oh man, when I think about it now, the, it, it literally took them about three and a half years to make mm-hmm. the diagnosis. So um, it was a big, a long journey. I mean, I, I went from thinking it was a pinched nerve to it being an ulna compression to it being um, maybe myasthenia gravis, Kennedy's disease, multifocal motor neuropathy. Um, my, my neurologist was, I mean, he went through everything because he really didn't want it to be ALS and bless him. Um, you know, uh, I had an actual big scare also with one of the treatments that they thought that I, you know, that I should be having because they thought it was multifocal motor neuropathy. Um, this is one of the dangers that you can actually go through when they misdiagnose you because um, they gave me an IVIG drip um, because they thought it was an autoimmune thing. And I had a severe allergic reaction to it where I was in the hospital for one month 
um, suffering from serum sickness. So yeah, that was really, that was in 2018. Um, and Eric and I were, my, my partner, Eric, we were talking about, you know, had this happened during the pandemic and I was having to be in the hospital for a month, he wouldn't be able to see me like just mm -hmm. so many things, you know, that has been going on. But, um, you know, fast forward to, to now, um, you know, they didn't actually fully confirm the diagnosis until October of 2020. So I had been going through all of this and, you know, they've been really trying to see if it was something else that I had. Um, and unfortunately, you know, and by that point I was ready to hear it mm -hmm. at that point, you know, because, you know, he was just saying, if it's not this, then it, it might be this. And I, I had just mentally prepared myself that, you know, it's, it's probably going to be ALS. So, um, didn't make it any easier to hear, but it did soften the blow just a little So. It took time for Tavares to come to terms with his diagnosis, but soon after he threw himself into using his platform to raise awareness of ALS. Uh, and as far as with um, how I began just supporting um, the ALS community um, and how I found ALS TDI, um, I, you know, the diagnosis was, I mean, I was 44 at the time and um, and it was like maybe 42, 43 when they were telling me I might be, I might have it. and. You know, I'm relatively young, <laughs> you know, I, so it was, still is kind of just unbelievable. And one of those things you're just like, wow, is this really my life? But um, I know I made, I had a choice to either just sink or swim. And I, I, I laid in bed for three days and cried and just didn't know what to do. Um, but I, I figured I know I, I have this limited amount of time, so I need to do something with it. Um, and that's when I started my blog on Instagram um, and just opened up about it and started just reaching out to people and started finding that there were others like me that, you know, that they didn't feel like they had a connection. Um, even, you know, when you go to ALS groups and things like that, um, seeing that, you know, me, I was so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? My symptoms aren't that noticeable, <laughs> I would say, um, right now. Um, I have it's just right now affecting my left arm and my right arm. You know, you can tell when I try to move and do certain things, but just looking at me, you really can't tell. And um, when I would go to the, some of those meetings, the people would be so far, the other patients were so far long gone, gone than I was. And I just didn't feel a connection, you know, per se with them, but um, online I could target, you know, the kind of groups I'm looking for, you know, people just being um, diagnosed with ALS, um, you know, so we can all, together and um, I found comfort in that. Despite Tavares's normally outgoing nature, sharing the news about his diagnosis with his followers wasn't easy. Social media is the way to connect with people right now, um, you know, and if you want to get the word out, um, you know, uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, Snapchat, all, all of these different mediums um, to reach people. So, um, you know, when I first got on there, I mean, I've been using Instagram for years, um, just documenting my life. I did, I, once I started connecting with other ALS groups and I would use the hashtag ALS warrior or um, ALS awareness, then you can go ahead and you can basically see all the different uh, groups and people that are actually a part of this community. Um, and I just, I basically just started doing, using the hashtag at first because I was, little gun shy to you know fully open up i mean that's a big step to tell the whole world uh, you know something mm -hmm. that personal about yourself so it, it did take me a little while to 
actually give my coming out story for ALS. Um, but I did start slowly by just following a lot of um, different organizations um, and groups and then people. And um, then one day it just clicked in me. It was like, if, if I want to really make a difference and reach out and you know do what I'm setting out to do, um, I'm going to have to be open and honest. So um, I started off with just telling people, you know, um, I have ALS. I just did a post and it said, I have ALS, but ALS does not have me. And um, I didn't, I've only, only my close, close friends and family knew at that point. So when all my followers saw that, they were like, is this true? Is this you? And, you know, is this your truth? And I said, yep. And from then on, it's just kind of just been a, a roller coaster ride. I've just, you know, started, people started reposting my posts and telling me how, how uh, how my open and honest um, frankness just made them gave them the courage to open up about you know even if they didn't have ALS if it was cancer if it was something else um, I was touching you know just one or two people a day it made me feel like wow you know my voice makes a difference so it has prompted me to just do more and um, it takes my mind off of you know, you know me and stuff that I'm going through um, by helping others. Today, Tavares' relationship with ALS-TDI goes beyond just raising awareness of our work. He's also a participant in the Precision Medicine Program, a collaboration between ALS-TDI scientists and people living with ALS all over the world who share their data with us to help us learn more about the disease. You know, I follow the ALS-TDI uh, Instagram page, and um, I saw it was posted and um, what really attracted to me to it, like I went into it and I, I read about it. And what really attracted me was that um, it focuses on slow progression of ALS, which I'm, you know, my doctors, he said that I'm one of the slowest progressors that he's ever encountered. Um, and, you know, he, he's the head of Stanford and the Kaiser Neurology over here in the Bay Area. So for him to tell me that, I mean, that was a pretty big deal. Um, my experience with the PMP, it's, you know, I really just, you know, it's very straightforward. Um, you know, you call in and you give your, your voice recordings so they can track um, your, you know, your speech and everything. Um, and they asked, they pretty much ask the same questions every I think it's a few weeks or um, every month, basically just to track how your, the, um, your symptoms and your, and the diseases progressing within your body. Um, and at first I was like, well, this is a little repetitive, but it makes sense because, you know, your symptoms may change from month to month. And, um, actually my, some of my answers have been changing, um, over the past few weeks. So, um, I, I really do, like I said, it's, it's pretty just straightforward. And I, I like that it's focusing on the slow progressors because a lot of the studies that I do try to get into um, I'm not qualified for because my progression is so slow and they are not track they can't track me so um, I like I said I, I, it just feels so good to be a part of something and my I'm not just a statistic, a statistic um, you know you guys see me as an actual person I, I just feel like I'm just working right with the researchers and the scientists and you know I'm actually a part of the research um, versus just, you know, when I do other, you know, things that I'm working with other people, like I'm doing fundraising and I'm doing walks or I'm doing other things. And I, like, I want the research. I want to see what's going on with the research. And that's one of the main reasons why um, I'm a big supporter of you all. For others interested in using the power of social media to spread awareness of ALS or any other cause close to their heart, Tavares has some simple advice. Just be true to yourself and your story. 
if it's something that you really want to do and you truly have it in your heart, um, you, you know, you'll, it'll, it'll just come out of you. Like, like I said, that one day I was sitting there and I just, I felt so helpless and, you know, I just, I just started very slow, like just posting, you know, I have ALS and that, that was all I said, you know what I mean? And then, um, it just kind of went, it moved from there and it morphed into this thing, but, um, you know, somebody can just write sometimes writing, writing a blog out or just writing out your feelings and seeing where that goes. There are many um, different mediums and outlets that people can do to get the word out and spread the awareness. Um, because like I said, it is a personal thing. Um, and some people may want to help and give, but not reveal about mm -hmm. themselves and which is totally fine too. Um, but I do think social media is a definitely, definitely a great way to start. Um, even if it's just, you know, start following different community blogs or following different people. Um, that's actually what got me started. Um, there's a, a, a blogger out there and he's really a big blogger in um, the Instagram world. And, um, and it's, it's about a subject that is not very, um, I don't know what's the right word to say, but um, he, he's a medical doctor and he has um, like a stomach problem mm -hmm. and um it's like some type of gastrointestinal thing but he talks about it very frankly and very openly and um when i saw him doing that and just like you know i was like how can you even talk oh his crohn's disease that's what it was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he just was so frank about it and about the issues he was having and i messaged him and i said where do you get the courage to do that you know and he just said if if it's something you know he said that i he felt that people get embarrassed about these kind of things or they feel vulnerable and he wanted to just show people that you know even a regular regular looking person can go through this so that just got me that clicked something in me and saying you know what if he could do that I can talk a little bit about myself and that's what gave me the impetus to to start all this so um, I just figured the 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 time that I have here now um, whether it be you know my doctor says five to seven years you know, then, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to shoot for 12 and then, you know, and just keep on going. And whatever time I have here, I'm going to try to use it to spread the word awareness and hopefully find a cure within my lifetime. If you'd like to follow along with Tavares Spears' ALS journey, you can find him on Instagram at the period Tavares. That's T-A-V-A-R-E-S. To learn more about the ALS Therapy Development Institute and our research to end ALS, visit als.net. Thanks for listening.